Hello folks and welcome back to the podcast. Today we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Owen Lacey, and he's in with me to give what has been a much requested topic, uh, the masterclass on testosterone. So we cover testosterone, what is it, where does it come from, how does it impact the body, things like TOT, TRT, and much, much more. And as always, Owen gives us a massive depth of information surrounding testosterone and then some very, very useful and helpful takeaways in terms of how to optimize your own testosterone, optimize your health in general, and live a more robust, healthy, and resilient life. Thank you, Mr. Owen Lacey, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to our shared journey to find the answers to questions about health, wellness, nutrition, performance, life, and success, and to craft the most resilient, hardy, and happy humans you've ever seen. Welcome to the Primal Podcast. Oh, Lacey, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much, Dan. It's um, is this number three, number four? No, this is four. four. Number four, okay, brilliant. I feel like um, I feel like I'm going to turn into a home here. So. You ever turned into yeah. a home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to take I'm going to take your guidance on this because I know you're like I don't like listening to podcasts for the asking. I'm not going to ask you how you are because I already okay. asked you how you are. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Owen's good. By the way, yeah. Owen's good. We're going to dive straight into Go. This, this, this topic. Uh, you were the man for me to have on for this topic, but I probably get asked questions on this. I don't know why I get asked questions, but every single week, and there's people in the studio every single week talking about testosterone. Right. It's such a buzz topic at the moment. Older, younger, male, female, everyone's talking about testosterone. So for me, this is going to be the Masterclass. Okay. Testosterone. Right. You're, okay. you're going to be the master and I'm going to right, be in okay, the class. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so let's start from the very start. Can, oh. can you give me a basic understanding of what is testosterone and where does it come from? Right. So I have um, a very simple way of understanding hormones. No hormone works on its own. So no hormone in the whole body works on its own. Now, testosterone has been popularized because it helps people get jacked, right? That's That's been around for a long time. And back in the day, if you had asked me this question, Five years ago, we would never even recommend testosterone replacement therapy. But we're dealing with so many patients now. I actually did the number before I came here. I have over 70 males that are taking testosterone replacement therapy coming to see me in my clinic. Now, I do nutrition and training and, and, and you know, help with sleep and digestion and blood sugar management. But it is a huge issue. So more and more men are having low testosterone. So the question that I that people ask me is, well, should I just take testosterone? And then what does it do in the body? I'm not going to say it's a fountain of youth. There's no such thing. But it... If you have low testosterone, it will have a massive impact on your body. Now, one of the things I just want to clarify is people think, when they think about testosterone, they think about hair, they think about muscles, they think about boners, they think about, you know, having a high libido. Testosterone, the biggest impact that testosterone has on the body is mental health. It's joy. It's 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 feeling self-worth. It's, it's getting enjoyment from doing something. So a lot of guys that come and see me, they're like, don't, they just walk, 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 walk all day. All day. They're getting no real enjoyment. So when we find they have low testosterone, are they not having feeling good because they've got low testosterone? Have they got low, low testosterone because they've been stressed out? So for me, testosterone, like any hormone in the body, needs to be in optimal ranges for a multitude of, for energy, for sperm count, for vitality, for energy, for sleep, for muscle mass, for bone density. So it's one of many hormones in the body that has to be in check. Is it a be all and end all? I don't think so, but the research when it comes to replacement therapy is very powerful. If you have someone that's low testosterone and you do replacement in conjunction with lifestyle, it can really turn people's life around. So in a, in a, in a way, it's an anabolic hormone. 
it's very important for the maintaining and building of muscle mass. It's very good for, for body composition, for mental health, for neuroplasticity. It's a vital hormone for many different things, but it never works on its own. Hormones don't work on its own. And I have a little simple way. This is more for people that are in, into endocrinology. A simple way of, if you think about all hormones, we call it a tracer. So you have to think of how the hormone is transported. You have to think about where the receptor is. You have to look at the amount of a hormone. You have to look at where the conversion is. You have to look at, at the expression of the hormone. And then you have to look at the other related hormones. So some people have high cortisol. When you have high cortisol, you will eventually over time have expressed yourself as having low testosterone. You've got a massively high insulin levels, which is another hormone. Your cortisol will uh, your cortisol will go down, and your testosterone will go down. So hormones play with each other all the time. That they impact other hormones in the body. So testosterone on its own. It's not going to be all and end all, but if it's in balance in conjunction with all your other hormones in balance, you're going to live a much a much healthier life. So it is definitely it. Well, technically, yeah, it is. <laughs> so as we go along, I'm probably going to ask you to dispel, confirm or deny rumors or con yeah. common phrases we hear. This 50, 50, 50 one. You take a man who's 50 now and a man yeah. who's 50, 50 years ago. Yeah. And the man who's 50 now has 50% of the testosterone. So it's 50% decline in 50 I, years. I would strongly agree with that. Yeah. The more, this is the thing. And people ask me all the time, oh, what's the optimal range of testosterone? To be honest with you, there is lab ranges. There is 100% lab ranges. You've got free testosterone, you've got uh, total testosterone. Irish ranges, you're looking between 9 and 30 for total, 0 0.2 to 0 0.6 for, for free. But you always chase symptoms. You chase how someone is feeling. And you can't plot a graph with one dot. So what you need to do is, if you think you might have low testosterone, get your blood done. Get your blood done at least once a year, if even twice a year. And then you can say, Jamie, Mike, this is, this is going down. I need to address that. Or maybe I'm drinking too much and it's impacting my liver. And I'm increasing, there's a hormone in the body called sex hormone binding globulin. It goes up with excessive alcohol, poor sleep, blood sugar, mismanagement. And if you have a lot of sex hormone binding globulin, you're, you're binding up all your testosterone. So you might actually have enough testosterone, but you're binding a lot together. So, and this is the thing I, I hear people talk all the time, like, oh, I should be taking testosterone. You're not sleeping. You're not training. You're not eating enough protein. You're, you're, you're doing too much cardio. And that's one thing I found over COVID. A lot of guys doing high intensity interval training, which I'm not I'm not, not against. High intensity to me is, is different from what other people think. High density training is where people do a lot of work in a short space of time. That's density training. Intensity in all the, the sports zones literature is the amount of weight that you lift or the explosivity of a movement. But guys are doing hit training, killing themselves, not sleeping, cutting their calories and their testosterone is going into the toilet. So you can cause yourself to have low testosterone. And that's actually what a lot of UFC fighters did back in the day where they'd overtrain themselves. Then they go to a testosterone replacement clinic, say, oh, look, my testosterone no is four. And they go, man, you need to take this. And then they, then they would get a cert saying they have it. But they've only got it because they've been super low from overtraining and so on. So. I think you've answered every question on my list in that 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bring you back and I, I kind of ask, clarify on a couple of ones. So that 50% that figure, it's lifestyle factors really over the last 50 years that have changed. The, the environment we live in now is less conducive to healthy testosterone levels because of higher stresses. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it would be. So there's a lot of things that will impact testosterone. One thing that really impacts in people, and I, I, like I've been saying this for for donkeys and I don't I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm kicking a dead horse saying the same thing again but pollutants in the, in the environment plastics dioxins phthalates you know parabens they all impact in the body they're called EDs not for erectile dysfunction for endocrine disruptors so for example if I took my keys here down on the floor uh, to open my house if I went to your house I'm pretty sure they wouldn't open your front door pretty sure however I could probably get one of those keys into your front door whereby stopping you actually getting in when you got home. So if you've got all these chemicals in the body, you block up and you cause cell dysfunction. You cause a lot of 
blockage and irritation to the receptors. So hormones can't do the job if the receptors aren't there to actually receive them into the cell to do the job. So for me, there's a lot of chemicals, there's a lot of overtraining, there's a lot of under under resting or poor sleep. And that is, is the ideal environment for people to start to bring their testosterone down. And like even fertility now. Did you ever hear of people having fertility problems 50 years ago? I'm sure there was, but it's it's massively increasing. People's muscle mass is going down. Their longevity, actually really good research to show that Muscle mass is the organ of anti-aging. And for me, I'm not saying, I don't necessarily agree with that, but if someone has muscle mass, it means they're eating right, they're sleeping right, they're exercising on a regular basis, and they're looking after themselves. So it's those factors that are maintaining the muscle mass. There's a doctor, Dr. Gabrielle Lyons, and she's, she, her big thing is about people eating more protein. And she says, people aren't fat, they're under-muscled. So people losing muscle mass, not maintaining muscle mass, is that related to testosterone? 100%. So again, I don't necessarily think everyone should start taking testosterone. And that's, please listeners, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like any hormone in the body, it needs to be in balance. And one of the things I, I honestly believe, one of the most powerful ways to get testosterone optimized is to control your blood sugar. Like it's, it's not rocket science. These, if you can imagine, like, like a seesaw, the, the body doesn't mind a few waves up and down. A bit of blood sugar up, blood sugar down, it's no problem. The body can counteract that with glucagon and insulin and so on. It can control it quite well. It's extremes of massively high and massively low. And when that happens, there's always regulatory impact where the body has to bring it down really fast. And these, this reactive oxygen species, this stress that those seesaws, the hormones go, will impact you over time. Bad sleep, dehydration. Like I, I check guys. Like I used to do a lot of consulting for, for soccer teams, and some of the soccer teams I worked with would fine players for being dehydrated. You are one hundred. It, this is there's no controversy here. If you're dehydration, your reaction time goes down. Your decision making is, is, is impaired, and the risk of injury goes higher. Just drink some fucking water. Yeah, and get some element. You know, get some electrolytes in there. So that's that's there. But when people are not eating right, they're not they're dehydrated, they're not sleeping. Of course, the testosterone is going to go down. So by taking testosterone, it's not going to solve the problem. When I did my exams in functional medicine back in 2005, they had this you know way of looking at every situation. It's called the, the ATMs, the antecedents, triggers, and mediators. So if someone has low testosterone, they come into my clinic and we assess them. And, and there's a nice little questionnaire online. It's called the ADAM test. It's the um, androgen deficiency of uh, aging men questionnaire. You can look up. It gives you a bit of a, a synopsis of whether you might have low testosterone. But when they come in, I'm looking at their sleep. But I'm looking at what, what life does this person live that represents below testosterone. Maybe it's that they're not sleeping. Maybe they're not digesting protein. Maybe they're doing intermittent fasting, which is not for everybody, guys. It's not for everybody. Maybe they're cutting their calories down too low. Maybe they're not mixing up their types of nutrients that they're consuming. Maybe they're zinc deficient. So people would say, oh, take zinc. Zinc will help your testosterone. Yes, it has been shown that if you're deficient in zinc and you've got low testosterone, taking some zinc can actually help boost it. Same thing with carnitine. Carnitine has been shown to have some impact on people with low testosterone that are carnitine deficient. It's like that joke that, Eddie Murphy says, when you're starving and someone throws you a cracker, what's oh, the best cracker ever? It's the best cracker ever. Yeah, it's the best cracker because you're starving. You know, so if you're deficient in any one of these things, you know, solving that problem will have a massive impact on other areas of the body. Same thing with thyroid. Thyroid problems for females is massive. So too with digestive health is a massive issue. So my problem is, is when someone represents with low testosterone, why? What life are they living? What decisions are they making? What diet are they consuming? What lifestyle are they living to? not only cause that, but to sustain it. And the solution is not jabbing yourself in the belly or in the bum with testosterone to fix it. However, 
again, five years ago, I would have said, don't go near it. But now we're working with so many uh, clients that have it. It has changed. It has torn people's mental health. No, I'm not saying this is the solve for mental health issues. I'm not saying that at all. But in conjunction with a therapist, with a physician, with a nutritionist, with a trainer, as one of the one of the spokes in the wheel, it can be very powerful. If you have low testosterone and you're getting that resolved with lifestyle and possibly taking some, it can make a huge change. And, and this is the thing. I've got an iPhone there. It's not particularly new iPhone. It's an iPhone 11. But I remember the first iPhone. And how it evolved. And like, I wasn't sitting there with my Nokia, Nokia 3210 saying, I'm not going to get this. This is a fad. This is not this. The research is there. And testosterone, I think it was started to use back in 1846, I heard. It's been used for at least 90 years therapeutically. It's prescribed to people with solid benefits. The problem is, and I'm not bullying bodybuilders. I've got some friends that are bodybuilders. But that's what people think of when they think of testosterone is getting jacked. Now, don't get me wrong. It is one of the four, if you are doing it, is one of the core, if you want to call it fundamental, um, I'm not going to call it supplement, but one of the core elements if you are looking to, to, to enhance your muscle mass. But when you don't go extreme, so if you were taking testosterone and you got back into the range you were down when you were 20, the, the, the risk and the, the research is there. Don't don't just take my word for it. There's research out there. And actually, I spoke to Robbie last week. And Robbie's a, Robbie's a madman. He's a great guy. I said, send me on some papers. Boom. Like 50 papers straight through my WhatsApp. And I got thanks, Robbie. Can you summarize there for me, Robbie? <laughs> but anyway, the research is there. there. Once you take a therapeutic level to get back into the just higher normal range, the, the, the benefits are massive. And the side effects are very, very, very low. However, I'm not saying low for everybody. Obviously, you need to talk to a physician, you need to get your medical history checked and so on, but there's very little side effect if there's no other contraindication going on. Yeah, I think I think the first part of it, and you said that all the lifestyle stuff, is why so many people go for TRT because they want the magic pill, they want the bullet without fixing all the stuff there, but that's yeah. a nice explanation about why you shouldn't do that. Just to roll back a little bit on the, there's a, f a few funny things coming to my head there when you're talking about soccer players getting fined for not drinking enough water. I've had people say to me before, I'm supposed to drink more water, but I can't drink water from plastic bottles because there's microplastics and salads in yeah. there. You can overthink this a little bit, I think. From your subjective point of view, in, in your opinion, how much of this stuff should we be freaking out about or be managing in our life because I know it's very like it's very hard to live a life without plastics <clears throat> how much how much benefit am I going to get by going completely away from all these plastics and all the time and attention I'm putting into that in terms of my testosterone optimization or my lifestyle optimization against trying to focus on the core stuff like sleep and yeah. eating and stuff like that because like obviously it's an issue there's plastics it, it, it is an issue so parabens and yeah I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of I drink out of my plastic bottle just there but a few things I wouldn't be cooking plastic I wouldn't be heating, heating plastic yeah. you know so and this is the thing you see this uh, bisphenol A or BPA free yeah but it's, it's some other BPA in it. It's yeah, BPS yeah. now. So then in 10 years time it comes out actually BPS is worse than BPA yeah. so my, my suggestion there is a few simple things that we can do one you know uh, stainless steel but last a test of time. Glass is, is where you should go when it comes to drinking water bottles. And um, could make sure you're you're not, not using Teflon. Teflon is terrible, terrible for the body. Stuff anything, this is interesting. So there's the doc, doctor by the name of Dr. Robert Roundtree. He's one of the presenters for Institute for Functional Medicine. Um, what he says is the solution to pollution is dilution. So when you give a toxin into the body and the body can't get rid of it, it will store it in, in fat cells. So the body will store it in fat cells because it doesn't want to put it somewhere else. But the body is subjected to loads of toxins every day. We breathe toxins in. We put toxins on our skin, makeup, deodorant, toothpaste. So just make clever decisions on what you put on your body, what you put in your body, what you drink and what you drink from. But don't waste your cortisol stressing out about, oh, I had a plastic bottle. Calm down. The body is very efficient mechanism to detoxify the body. But people aren't moving. They're not sweating. They're putting crap on their skin. They're eating poor diets. 
But if you optimize the body by giving good nutrition, good proteins, good fats, good hydration, you sweat on a regular basis, maybe use a fire infrared sauna. And this thing now, I see people jumping into ice buckets all over the place. I love it. Actually, Adam has got one recently in his house. I got the barrel, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. It was brilliant. Actually, didn't fit that well, I'll be honest with you. But uh, it's... Um, so they're all really good things. They're all really good things in conjunction with eating well. In yeah. conjunction, no one wants to talk about going to sleep at night time, getting an eye mask. Like you don't hear anyone putting pictures of themselves putting an eye mask on before they go to bed, but it's powerful. So I think ice buckets, I think, yes, it'll help. But And yes, not drinking out of plastic bottles will help all the time, but just make better decisions. There's a, a company called the, the environmentalworkinggroup.org, ewg.org. And they have a list of all chemicals you should stay away from, like uh, shampoos and deodorants and so on. And a lot of a lot of about research beside it. They also have an app called the Dirty Dozen, listing down foods that you should avoid in certain countries. Like strawberries are are toxic. Sorry, people from Wexford, but uh, if you spray a lot of crops, particularly strawberries, like I don't know if you remember, but strawberries are nearly as big as apples now, and there's very yeah. little taste in some of them. Depends on if you go to Keelings, but where's Keelings located? Where is it located? Near the airport. Oh, near the airport. Yeah. Surely that can't have anything to do with it. What? You know, so it's people cleaning their vegetables and cleaning their fruits properly. So I think, and that's one thing I'm a big fan of people having diaries. If you want to have high testosterone, you have to act like someone that deserves high testosterone. And that means you eat enough protein, you get enough sleep, you exercise correctly, you don't overtrain, you sleep well, you control your blood sugar. And if you have Let's say, and this is, let's say you did get a bang in the balls. Let's just say that. And this is this has been documented. People that may have low testosterone, it could be from inflammation. I've got guys that have, you know, had testicular cancer and they've, they've had testicles removed. I've got guys that were in car, motorbike accidents and car crashes. Guys that have had, you know, damage done from playing rugby. And they, they legitimately need to be taking testosterone replacement therapy to get their levels optimal. So... But there's a lot that you can do. Making making actively good decisions every day to optimize your own testosterone is my go-to start. If you want to add something on on top of that down the line, of course you can. But do it with a physician. Do it with someone that knows what they're doing. Do it in a way that you can monitor and, and evaluate your numbers moving forward, at least, in my opinion, once or twice a year. If someone has all of these lifestyle factors lined up, all looking good, sleeping well, eating well, managing their environmental factors... <clears throat> What is the expected drop off with age then? Because it's it's skewed obviously at the moment because our lifestyle factors yeah. are so poor and it's accelerating. But w without those factors, what could you expect in a man's life normally with age like in your thirties, forties, fifties? What kind of drop off are you expect? Yeah, that's that that I looked at that up a lot and I tried to get some numbers, but me and you are different than yeah. If me and you are in a pub right now, the the spectrum of 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 males now varies greatly from their training history to their medical history to the job they do to if they're, they're going through time zones so there's no exact you know reduction as age goes on there is a medical one but it's it's, it's so unique it's so unique and so you can't say okay by the time I'm 50 my level is going to be X yeah. if you still eat well you still train well you're still sleeping you're maybe taking supplements that other people weren't maybe you know telephone use electromagnetic fields all these things that people you know, stress over control the controllables and that's my, one of the things I get across to everybody don't be stressed with stuff you can't control. You can't control all stress. Control, control what you can't control and then stress over those things rather than saying, oh God, I'm, my house is near the airport or I'm after to drink out of plastic bottles. Make the best decisions, but there will be a natural decline. So there may be, like, honestly, I'm not taking testosterone, but maybe like I'm, I'm 40, nearly 43 now. Maybe, maybe I got my bloods done. I get my bloods done on a regular basis. I wouldn't be against taking it. If someone said, I have a doctor, Dr. Serrano, and we talk a lot about that. Like in five years time, if my levels are going down or, or I needed it, I, I would consider taking it because it does 
for guys out there and, and the guys are, again over 70 patients that have taken it it massively helps it does if you're deficient and if it, you get it to high level high normal ranges in conjunction with lifestyle factors it can be very very beneficial yeah uh, I suppose the reason I asked that question is there is a conception it's a psychological thing that I see with a lot of guys mid-30s at the moment is where I see it happening which yeah. is where I am at the moment oh, I'm getting older, so my testosterone is dropping, so I can't train as hard. So I don't have the energy to do all these different things and to manage my lifestyle. And I'm like, I think it's, you've uh, got well, it backwards a little bullshit, bit here. Yeah. yeah, I think you're going the wrong way about this here. So yeah. it's almost an admission that this is a natural thing that happens and we slow down, we get a little bit older, and then so all this is okay. But all I see you doing there is propagating that cycle yeah, then. You're just accelerating the decline. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to jump in the bandwagon and slagging off movie stars, but let's say, for example, I said to you that The Rock or Jason Momoa, any of these Marvel guys, I would strongly believe that these guys are taking, you know, uh, performance enhancement drugs. No, they're not performance enhancement drugs already. If you're in the UFC and you take drugs, not to ban substance, that you're doing that and you're it's against the rules. Yeah, it's not against the rules in movies. But, but but why is it okay for them? Because you get a, a part over somebody else. If you rock into a to do a role in Marvel and you're jacked and I'm not because I'm not taking anything, that's an advantage that you have over me. So this is the thing. People, like, and then if you and that's one thing. If you're over thirty. And you start to put on a lot of muscle mass. If you're putting muscle mass on, you're in your 50s, you're, you're taking something for sure. But they don't talk about that. For they sure. Say, but for sure. For sure. If you're putting a considerable amount of muscle mass on and you're in your mid-30s, like a, a lot of muscle mass on, chance there. Okay, yeah. we're talking about significant. Significant muscle mass. Okay. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. we'll see these people going to the movies and, and they're getting jacked. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, it's okay. unrealistic then to feel expected. Normal people can, can put that muscle mass on. You know? yeah. So it's... it's uh, but do you think yeah. this needs to be more of a conversation? Because like... What, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Like, if Jason Momoa goes and does that, who cares? Who exactly. Ca- I he's not a bad person for doing no, that. No, one hundred percent. Now, if someone cheats, yeah, I'm all. If someone cheats in an event, if it's a clean event, they cheat. Yeah. That's I have a problem with that. Oh, yeah. That's me cheating. Too, me too. It's nothing to do with steroids. Yeah, it's cheating. Yeah, but if someone gets jacked or takes steroids, it it because a lot of people I, I would know some people now who 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 are um, who lift or who train. But they don't compete in anything. Yeah. And they openly talk about yeah. their use and they, <clears> this is why they do it and they understand the risks and the work yeah. some of them do, and. A, they got a lot of hate. It's like, why do you care about what this person's doing with their life? Well, it's their own business. It's, it's their own business. business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and once it's done in a safe manner, I've no problem with it whatsoever. But but this the key thing that I'm trying to get across there. So obviously, I'm not suggesting anyone's taking testosterone just to get jacked. I'm not saying that. But in the sports world and movie world, people are using it all the time. But then they say they don't use it. Like you heard all this. What's that liver king? Liver king. Yeah, like all this crap. Like do whatever you want, but don't be online telling people they can get jacked by fucking eating testicles and what have you. Be honest. Yeah. Be honest with people. So then people have can like back in the day, you only only talk about this with bodybuilders and gyms. Where now you can go to a medical professional, get your bloods done, and see if if you need a therapeutic amount of testosterone to optimize your health, your well being, and for anti aging. Does not like and I go to, go to travel all the time and I see guys using a the therapeutic. The Joe Rogan. Openly talks about taking yeah. it on, on a regular basis and using it to not to extend his life. So what do you want to do? Wait till you get to fifty and then go or sixty and say, oh, I should have taken this. Yeah, you know, I should have taken that back then. Yeah. I should have downloaded the new software. You need to move with the times. I'm not saying it, it's it's the evolution. Everyone has to do it. I'm saying if it's a deficiency and you've corrected everything else, there's a, not a lot of research to show that it kind of have negative connotations if if there aren't negative impacts in the body if you're being supervised by by a physician. Okay. You spoke there about ranges. Yeah. This is one that kind of gets people a bit weird. They don't really know what's going on. Medical ranges. Where do they come from and what do they mean and how do we interpret them? Well, all, all medical ranges are done generally on the sick population. So when you get a range from someone, you're seeing people that are, are, are anything lower than nine, 
they show signs, anything above 30, it, it's too high, they say. But the thing about it is, you, you can't take hormone for its level on its own. For example, if you have a, there's a genetic polymorphism, which is basically a fancy word for saying genetic variation and mutation for some people, it's called CAGs, where they have very low amount of receptors to testosterone. So some people can have optimal levels, but no very low receptors. So it can't actually be using the cell that well. You could have good levels of testosterone, but you could have really poor sleep and really poor blood sugar management, and you're not optimal. You're not using it correctly. So, you, and this is from Dr. Serrano, and there's a doctor, doctor by the name of Dr. Neil Rougier. Definitely look him up, guys, if you are want, want to get down a rabbit hole about levels and uh, AI inhibitors and so on. But what he talked about is you, you you treat the patient, you treat the symptoms, you don't fix the ranges. So maybe if someone's 25 or 26 or 40, they may not necessarily be expressing having high testosterone. Someone could be very healthy and feel really good on 16 or 17. So don't chase the lab ranges, but by having multiple labs, you can then see the trajectory of where your testosterone is going and the lifestyle you're living and the symptoms you're having. But you don't chase the labs, you chase symptoms and you chase how someone is feeling. Not to throw shade on doctors whatsoever here, but a very common thing that I saw was people coming in clearly demonstrating the effects or the symptoms of low testosterone, but being told they were within normal ranges. Yeah. This is a huge percentage of people yeah. who aren't maybe exposed to your world or, or, or functional medicine or slightly deeper level of testing. Uh, it is That's very common, isn't it? To be told that you are fine, but to be experiencing yeah. symptoms. So if you have symptoms, you're not fine. Yeah, exactly. So you, you're, you may be in ranges. That one marker may be in ranges. Yeah. And like I see this with loads of different things. You treat the patient, you see what's going on, you have a physician that's open-minded. But total testosterone isn't the full picture. Then we talk about the receptors, we're talking about the conversion, we're talking about the free testosterone. So there's a lot of moving parts going on rather than just getting one range, one level, one number in a range. That's not what we're looking for. And, and then how someone is feeling. Like I, I, I can't stress this enough. The guys that I know that have, have been prescribed it and they, they've needed it, it's been game-changing for them because they've done everything else. And like there's even, there's a medication... I think it's called fluoracetine or flastidine. It's for stopping hair loss. Um, a lot of guys are taking this to they don't want to lose their hair, but it really flasteroid, yeah. yeah. So it can really impact on uh, testosterone levels. So five alpha reductase inhibitor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that stops people losing their hair because they don't want to make too much DHT. But the fact is it really compromises testosterone levels. And when people who here is stressed out, everyone's stressed out. So the body will uh, like just so you know something, the body is very clever. The body only wants to keep you alive now. It doesn't care about you having 18-inch arms when you're 50. It wants to keep you alive alive right now. So you'll sacrifice your testosterone levels to keep you alive now if you're under stress with cortisol and poor sleep and poor blood sugar management. Building muscle mass, maintaining bone density, maintaining muscle mass isn't a priority right now. Keeping you alive right now is a priority. So when someone has erosion and they're just the lifestyle and their habits are just wearing the body down, don't be surprised if your testosterone is low. I don't think necessarily taking testosterone on their own is going to fix the problem, but in conjunction with a whole lifestyle change over, it can be transformative. It really can. Yeah, you alluded to this already, but again, it's one of these kind of hot pop topics that people talk about free versus active yeah. testosterone. What does that mean? Because people come in with a total figure and they're yeah. like, my testosterone is X, but as you've said a couple of times now, that number by itself means absolutely nothing. Yeah, so, so hormones are carried around through the body, generally through a globulin, generally, not always. Um, and the fact is that when something is bound, it's not really that active. It has to be the free levels. So just because you just check someone's total level doesn't mean you know what the free level is. And free level isn't really that regularly checked either. And then you don't know the impact it's having on the body. If you're completely toxic, your cells are rancid, you're dehydrated, that free testosterone you have won't have the impact. It's like getting a salary and then having 
having a really big mortgage or rent at the end of the month. It's all taken away. There's none free for, for pocket money that you can actually use. Pocket money. But free <laughs> disposable income, not pocket money, but free disposable income. So again, most people don't even test that in the first place. But you, all, you should always chase symptoms, not just getting lab values all the time. Yeah. Females. Testosterone in females. Yeah. It's part of the equation here. It is, it is. And this is the thing, you females out there, I'm not, not going to go down a whole PCOS uh, route, but people that have high levels of estrogen, uh, high levels of testosterone in the body can can cause a lot of hormonal dysregulation for women. But would it be, uh, but this is the thing, women have a lot more hormonal variation going on in the body than, than, we, than males have. So getting optimal levels of, of testosterone for me for, for female is one my major focus is to get their adrenals healthy to get their ovarian function working well manage their stress but I w- no I have no female that's on testosterone replacement therapy at all really no none as in it's not it's not uh, the people that I have uh, if they ha- have an issue in that compartment it, they don't end up coming to me so I'm not okay yeah okay is it is it something that's done well, I've been in the States many times and I know a lot of females taking testosterone from a muscle building point of view, okay, but yeah. from an, an anti-aging point of view, it's not a general practice. And this 50-50-50 thing, how have female hormone profiles changed? We won't go way off topic here, but over the last 50 years, men's has obviously been on a slow decline. Yeah. Same with women. Yeah, well, it, this is this topic. So I've, um, I'm not going to overshare here, my wife will kill me. But let's just say there's people in my network that are relatively young and I'd say, early 40s, going through menopause. So I think, there's a lot, again, these endocrine disruptors, chemicals, stress, environment, whatever it may be, is people are going through the change substantially earlier. And then they, they would show signs. So people say, like, libido was one thing, sex, you know, interest in sex and so on, and energy and vitality and vaginal lubrication, all these things that progesterone and estrogen and testosterone do together. There is a, there is a massive decline. So I would say it's, it's similar, if not faster, for women. Like women, like young girls, I've got young kids at home, girls, like periods, periods are happening. People are having periods at nine and 10. You know, I think the average age in Europe is eight now, you know? Is so that the, environmental exposure? Environmental exposure, yeah. So then these these girls are unfortunately being robbed of, of their youth. They're going through puberty relatively early um, and then they're getting their menopause early. So there's a lot of stuff that's impacting our hormones. Our, our body is listening to our environment all the time from the light that we see in our eyes to the oxygen concentration, to pollution, to food, to everything. So we're, we're getting all these messages in and unfortunately it has, it's having a negative impact on our normal circadian rhythm of our hormones. Like we have a cycle, men have a cycle. We have a cycle with thyroid and testosterone and cortisol and sleep and melatonin. Same to women have their menstrual cycle. We all have these hormone rhythms all the time. And unfortunately there's a lot of spanners being thrown into the works and that's causing these things not to be as seamless as they would be. And then our resilience is going down. In functional medicine, we call it organ reserve. You can push people. Like, I can push you and push you. As in, I can give you more alcohol, more alcohol. And there's the level the body can tolerate. And then it's going to melt down. Same with blood sugar. I can keep pushing blood sugar at you. To a lot of sugar. And over time, there's going to be deleterious impact on your pancreas, on your fatty liver. So the body has an ability to combat some things. But it's the constant slot of poor nutrition, poor sleep, poor stress management, overtraining or not exercising at all. And that's going to ha- have this long-term impact on testosterone levels and ovarian function and fertility and muscle mass and cognition and brain health and neuroplasticity and all these things. So the more s- onslaught the body has to counteract, the focus is today keeping you alive, not about your, your longevity and health down the line. 
Yeah, I spoke to Ashton Fox, AOK Nutrition, I think, you know, yeah. recently about fertility. And one of the big things that came up in that conversation was hormonal birth control as well. Yeah. Hormonal birth control for young girls who it's thrown at them to fix everything. Yeah. And then they're seeing downstream effects years later. But also it's in the fucking water now. For men men are consuming that stuff as well, yeah. which is another environmental toxin Massive, for men. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely nuts. Um, for the the, the the kind of big movers, you've kind of touched on them really there, but some of the biggest movers for you in terms of optimizing testosterone before you go anywhere near TRT, yeah. sleep, nutrition, and managing stress. Yeah. So this is the, it's different for different people. So if you come into me, Dan, your sleep is on point. I'm not going to touch that. Yeah. If it is an issue, though, it has to be addressed. Sleep, guys, I can't. Is anybody sleep on point? You know what? I, I think people, 80% of the time, they go, I'm, we're being, I'm involved in a tech company now. And we're doing a lot of uh, tracking and wearables and Whoop and uh, Apple Watches and so on. So people are getting, some people have good sleep majority of the time. But it's sleep hygiene is the routine of your sleep that's more important necessarily and how consistent you are. But not, I'm not going to say everyone's 100% on, on point with sleep, but I've got guys that have no issue falling asleep. They get at least seven hours of sleep every night. And that, that's good enough for me to start that, that I wouldn't focus on that. Once someone's getting continuous sleep, at least seven hours, they've got a good sleep routine or hygiene, then I'll focus on blood sugar management. I'm focus on getting that blood sugar quality, then I'll focus on nutrient density. Now, I could do all at the same time. Depends on what someone uh, represents, presents with. Okay. Do you see many men coming to you with fertility issues? You know, it's a funny thing. I've had lots of people that I have helped. Well, no, they've they've tried to enhance their health before they've gone down the fertility route. Yeah. There's a lot of things that can be done. It, it, like, this is the thing. Like, the testes, you know, uh, testosterone make you big. But they're, they're, they're fragile. They're fragile. You've got to flick in the balls. You know all about it. Yeah. But your testes are outside your body, so they're at a lower body temperature. They're very fragile. So a lot of times when people come to me and they're like, oh, we're going to try to have a baby down the line. I say, okay, well, what can you do now to optimize your health? Stop wearing briefs. <laughs> Stop having baths. Don't be a smoker. Smoking, no. Um, there's not even a question on that matter. Nutrient quality, good sleep, good blood sugar management. Then once you have those, I'll take the box. But then by all means, go go and see a fertility doctor. But there's a lot of things that you can do naturally to support your own body's health and vitality before you get down necessarily get down the fertility route. And this is the thing, the quality of your sperm. You want it to be you want that to be of the best essence of your whole body. You don't want it to be garbage in, garbage out. And I mean garbage out as in the quality of your sperm is going to be terrible. The motility, the sperm count has gone down massively. The motility as in the, the drive of the sperm has gone down. So what if you are looking to become have a baby or, or uh, improve your sperm count, focus on, on, on your lifestyle so your sperm actually is the highest quality possible so then it'll be more positive an outcome for, for the conception. Yeah, that was a huge point that came out of that conversation with Ashton as well. As people don't, and loads of feedback from people saying, oh, I didn't realise it's it, you're it's 50% contribution to the quality of that embryo. So yeah. lads think, ah, I get the job done and that, that's pretty much it. And it's now it's the quality of how that thing oh, grows yeah. afterwards yeah. massively relates yeah. to it. Yeah. Huge, huge. Um, and the last couple of things to touch on here, <clears throat> testosterone, people don't realise the link between cardiac health. Yeah. There's a massive link. Huge, there. huge link. And this is the thing, like all hormones, they don't just do one thing. It's not just about erections and libido, endothelial health. Cognition, drive, dopamine, enjoyment, heart health, cardiovascular functions, massive, like any hormone, it has much more far-reaching impact in the body than, than, we're, than we're aware of. And the more and more research out there is, is, is backing it all up. From your perspective, there's a massive issue with psychological me health, mental health, anxiety, yeah. depression at the moment, and a lot of the treatments for that are pharmaceutical. Yeah. That also has an effect on testosterone as yeah. well, some yeah. of those medications. Yeah, it does, yeah. How, how does that work? So so anytime you start taking, like, let's say, um, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, Lexipro or Lita, sorry, these antidepressants, it does. It down-regulates your own body's production of testosterone. So what 
and this we nearly all drug, nearly all pharmaceuticals on the market. Every drug in the body has to be detoxified, it ha and it has a certain shelf life in your body. So if you take the contraceptive pill, you take Lipitor, you take Lexipro, it has to be filtered through the body. And when you filter it through the body, it takes vitamins and minerals, it takes amino acids, and it requires a processing uh, you want to call it system in the body. And that processing system can actually take away some raw materials for the production of testosterone. And for example, what's the raw molecule that makes this testosterone? Cholesterol. Oh, cholesterol, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever I'm trying to lower the cholesterol. Yeah. So, so, and then they're taking Lipitor to bring down the cholesterol. And then they're, and then again, up, up to 70 to 80% of the cholesterol we have in our body, our liver makes. But if you're smashing yeah. alcohol into your liver, it's not going to be making the correct uh, cholesterol to make that. And then your adrenal glands, you know, they're very important for, for the management of stress, but they've been whacked out of it. Poor sleep and poor blood sugar management and, you know, stress all the time. And now we're stressing about things that haven't even happened, that may need, might not even happen. So if I punch you in the arm or I give you COVID or you know, I insult you, the body doesn't understand the different levels of stress. It doesn't respond the same way. So people are stressing about their mortgage or their relationships or their business. That is draining those adrenal glands, which puts the body in that flight or fight response, which isn't the growth and repair yeah. phase of the body. And then that will have a negative impact on testosterone production. So I'm going to paint two scenarios for you, two pictures here. Yeah. And you can tell me if you agree with them or not and uh, give me your opinion on them. But I think this encapsulates a huge amount of people that I would have seen. You have somebody who potentially presents with high cholesterol and they are concerned or their doctor or whatever is concerned about cardiac issues going forward. So they go on a statin to lower their cholesterol, but don't actually manage any of the lifestyle factors and in a roundabout way can actually potentially increase the risk of cardiac yeah. issues by taking the medication that they think is going to stop the yeah. cardiac issues. Scenario number one. Scenario number two, somebody comes in who was really struggling with mental health issues, depression, anxiety, whatever it might be. And again, not managing any of the lifestyle factors, gets a Lexipro, gets an SSRI or whatever. And down regulates the, the testosterone even more causes further problems mm. and haven't actually addressed the root I know probably hundreds of people I've met yeah. in my life who've, who who are just following that pathway now and now they're so deep into it they've not there's no way they're going to the gym they're not reaching out to only, they're not listening to a podcast they're not going yeah. for a walk in the morning not improving the quality of their sleep they're just they're in the depths of it but it's they're just being held back from the yeah. brink by the medication is that a familiar scenario? And I, see it, I see it all the time I've got relatives I've got people in my family exactly in the same situation but this is the thing the antecedents triggers and mediators. This person comes in with high cholesterol. Well, why? Is it, is it, you know, why are they making more cholesterol? Have you checked their thyroid function? Have you checked their testosterone function? Maybe the body is making more cholesterol because it needs it. And again, cholesterol has multiple different factors in the body, but just giving a pill doesn't cause the problem, doesn't solve the problem. Getting to the root of the problem. And this is the thing, mental health. Like there's one intervention that has been shown to work every single time. Exercise. Exercise has been shown to help every single form of depression, mental health on the planet. Just get out and get moving. When's the last time you give them a script of exercise? You know, so I'm not, I'm just, you know, I'm not against pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical drugs in any way, shape or form. They need to have their place in a, in a, in a complete treatment plan. However, it's not going to solve an issue if that's, if there's other factors going on. If someone's not sleeping, they've got a CPAP machine, they're overweight, they're, you know, their neck is big, they've got, you know, block sinuses or deviated septums, just taking a CPAP machine is not going to fix it. The same way just taking Lipitor is not going to get to the root cause of why this person has super high levels of cholesterol. So there's more. And this is the thing. You deserve more. I, I finished the book there last week called Chatter, the internal talk inside your brain. You deserve better. You, when you go to a doctor, you're, you're giving your health to that doctor and you're hoping that they're going to help you with a prescription. No, you deserve better. You deserve better food. You deserve better, better coaching. You deserve a better investigation to your health to make you better. So don't just put up with that. Don't put up with 
you know, a shitty little medication thing is going to solve it. It's not. You need to actively grab your life now. And this is the, I say this to everybody. We have an invest, like return of investment. People think, oh, I'm going to invest my money here, here. The most, most valuable thing you have on the planet is your time. So don't waste your time doing stuff that's not helping you. You know, alcohol, smoking, poor sleep, all the stress that people are under. You can actively look and get help. There's podcasters. There's a, I actually just sent on Sarah Maloney's podcast uh, to a friend this morning. Brilliant. I'll just flick through your, your, your profile. You've got so many people that have been on this podcast that can help so many different people yeah. in different avenues. So the information is out there. What isn't out there is to get up and go to actually make better decisions. So if you want to be fit and healthy and have high levels of testosterone, act like that person. That person sleeps well, exercises. And if they don't exercise, they, they reach out to a coach. They don't know what to do with the nutrition, they reach out to a nutritionist. But reach out to people that have your best interest in time, in, in, at heart, that it's not just all oh, take my generic you know, calorie reduction and just do this program. Go to someone that's going to listen to you. Go to someone that has, has a network of professionals, whether it be maybe TRT doctors, maybe it's chiropractors, maybe it's, you know, IVs, maybe it's diet, maybe it's allergy testing, maybe, whatever it is. But go to people that have your best interest at heart and aren't just going to give you some standard token medication and say, off you go. And that, that goes for TRT too. You just go to a doctor and he gives you TRT. That's not the full picture either. So there has to be much more things involved in it. So it's blood sugar management. And if you fix the problems in conjunction with TRT, it can have a massive impact. It's why is it really hard to find here? Well, you know, it's funny. It, it it's not actually as hard as people believe. I had a meeting last Friday with, with a colleague of mine. He's, he's a physician on, on, in Dundrum, um, and what, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to have a list of physicians that I can refer people on to. And I found like I've got five doctors. Now. Five, five, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're, they're confidential. I can't give oh, yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, the the new place. Um, his name is Dr. Alan Farrell. His company is is based in Ranelagh. It's called the North Northbrook Clinic. Um, and his website goes, I think it's uh, cdxp.com. Um, but he's a, he's a doctor from Trinity College and he's qualified in sports medicine. So he's a master's in sports medicine. And he does a testosterone replacement program where he gets a, you have an hour consultation. You get your blood, a complete blood count done and then you get follow up and you get your testosterone. Uh, and, and this is the thing. I've got other guys, there's another guy in, in Bray, I think it is. Um, and his, unfortunately, his recommendation for testosterone is an injection every 10 to 12 weeks. There's, a, there's, there's different esters, guys, where they, where they bind the testosterone to another ester and it gets dissolved in the body over time. But every 10 to 12 weeks, is it, the, the research from the leading experts in the US when it comes to testosterone replacement therapy is maybe once a week is a low level, maybe twice a week is a bit more recommended. And then it's a, and, and taking a pharmaceutical prescribed provided by a pharmacy, not just some testosterone you got off, off some fella in the gym. That's not what you want to do. So you want to be qualified. You want to be, you want to be shown properly from a physician how to administer the actual injections. If they are, because there's some gels out there that can be uh, gels and creams that have been very beneficial, but it's, you have to apply the cream twice a day in the morning, the evening, and so on. And there's cross-contamination with kids and also there's some people prefer it obviously taking an injection is not ideal there is some I think there's some speed coming along with an oral testosterone but at the moment it's it's mainly uh, subcutaneous injections or OEM injections and just to clarify for people prescribed under supervision by yes, a doctor yes 100% is legal in this country yes because people freak out they think it's not it couldn't be legal because it's a steroid is it? but the pill is a steroid everything's a steroid an, an, an inhaler like, you know people going for steroid injections all the time like, insulin it's just a tool just, yeah exactly and if this is something that you need go for it yeah. and again once it's medically supervised there's no contraindications you know family medical history that might you know be counteractive towards it you know 
Yeah. But it's the super levels that people, the side effects. When you, if you're getting your levels back to where you were when you were younger, which you actually don't know, so it's hard to, to get it back to that level. But there's little to no risk if, if you're not going super physiological levels. It's, it's the levels that people are taking for like professional bodybuilders that you have to take something else to bring it down, to counteract the aromatase and all this sort of stuff. So if you're taking a therapeutic level from a physician that has done your blood work, that's going to monitor you closely, they're going to minimize the risk of that intervention. But just don't do it yourself. Go off and get something on the black market and so on. It's not yeah. pure and it's not going to be supervised and you won't get the benefit from it that you, that you potentially could. What I like about pretty much all these conversations we have, which a lot of people don't like, is it always comes back to the same kind of stuff again. Good lifestyle, take care of yourself. <laughs> sorry sorry about that. <laughs> I think, did you hear Peter Atia say recently, I think the, he talked about VO2 max as the, is it the one data point above all other data points that is mostly connected with longevity yeah. and health span mm. is a high VO2 max. Yeah. And some of the high VO2 max is somebody who exercises and takes care of themselves. I don't, I don't Sean, know what it is. Sean's loving that now. Sean's yeah. buzzing. Sean <laughs> is like, popping yeah. off yeah, since we did the podcast yeah. as well. He's yeah, loving yeah, it. Yeah, sure. yeah, I don't know, is that like a healthy user bias or is that uh, the VO2 max actually indicates a higher, a better cardiovascular function yeah. stuff like that. But, uh, I, I don't know whether I fully, fully agree with that. But this is the thing. There's a lot more good tests when it comes to cardiovascular function than there is strength training. But he also has a, a two minute hang for a lot of people over four. 40. Yeah. He's got, I think, 100% body weight per hand for a farmer's walk. He has that as well. Yeah. Um, 75% for women. Um, so he's got other things, not just the cardiovascular function, but VO2 max test, and I know Sean's going to love that. <laughs> I think cardiovascular function is massive. I, I do think there's people do need to have a certain level. But if, if I said you walk on your bench, walk on your squat, walk on your deadlift, there's so many variables, how fast you do yeah, it, yeah, yeah. the tempo, the equipment. So yeah. there's not as much good research on strength training and, and, and strength and conditioning as there is when it comes to cardiovascular training because you can jump in the treadmill, put a mask on and you can control the, the, a lot of the variables. But when it comes to weight training, not a lot of gyms have force plates, it's yeah. the, the, the leverage-wise, muscle mass, age and so on. But grip, there's some good research on grip training uh, or grip strength and longevity too, which again can be associated with muscle, muscle and mass. And I think for, for most people, if you are doing some form of resistance work, doing some form of cardiovascular yeah. work, have some level of good nutrition, some level of good sleep, yeah. some level of connection relationship in your life you're doing pretty pretty yeah, damn good yeah, yeah yeah i'm just going to see if there's any more questions coming okay, we've covered the questions on uh, on instagram we put out there um so we had total testosterone you've covered and um, there was a question came in we'll ask it could you ask if asthma is there any link with asthma medication and a reduction in testosterone not that i'm aware of but there a lot of medications can have different impacts and different part of the body so I'm not going to say I, I, the answer is I don't know the answer to that so I, I, I can't say I know not that I've seen but it's definitely worth looking into okay uh, do you think TRT is an inevitability for most men that want to maintain performance as we age now performance I just came from an athlete so I'm imagining but inevitability nothing's in it. it's not inevitable you know so you, you don't have to but the, the, um, this is the thing I'm trying to I really 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 tried to see the negative impacts of, of taking it therapeutically been supervised by a physician. I really have. And I have, that's why I'm not on it. But I'm <laughs> very, like, I'm trying to find a reason not to, and I can't. Yeah. So if you, like, this is the thing. I know you love your bikes, Dan. Like your bike goes seriously fast. You don't drive that fast. Well, I'm sure. Maybe it does. It does 120. <laughs> it does 120 yeah. on the motorway. All right. But I'm sure, like, people, if you want to get, I mean, you're, we're all going to age. So like, I see people with Botox and boobs and all these surgeries to get on. This is a very, if monitored, can be a very safe, hormone to help you age slower and have better mobility and health and so on. So it's not an inevitability, but the research is is very supportive that it, it, a lot of people could benefit from doing it. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm finding it very hard not to say yes to this <laughs> political <laughs> answer there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, bottom line, I think you've only got one, this is cliche, you've got one life. Nothing is risk free. You make a decision. Yeah. So what's going to give you the best quality of life day to day? And this is potentially what riding my motorbike has inherent risks. I understand those risks and I take those risks anyway yeah. because it gives me something there else. Go, there's, a, yeah. there's another benefit. There there's pros go, yeah. and cons. It's the same kind of thing with, with testosterone, I think. Um, that's what you're saying. Yeah, but this is the thing. If you, if you, if you know that you're taking going to take testosterone now to get you again into the optimal ranges where you want to be, your your body, your health, your well-being will age slower as you go on. Yeah. But the benefit of doing it when you're 60. Yeah. You, you've, if you, and I say this to people all the time. I'm sure we all remember our first car. We're not still driving a force car. You're not driving your force bike or your yeah. force car. We've changed over. We only get one body. Yeah. So if you look after yourself now and you maybe slow down the aging process and do all, like this is the thing, supplements, yeah, they impact, they, they'll help you with testosterone, but nowhere near what testosterone plays and therapy would do. So if you can slow down aging, and that's what I'm not saying to guys out there now in their 30s, but if you're after, like I'm having no more kids, and if you if you do take testosterone, guys, it will massively impact your, your sperm count and so on. That's on mic now, you do know that. That's I do know, yeah. 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 She, my wife knows, she's actually, she does a Georgie Borges at me all the time with the snippers. I'm like, that's not how it's, <laughs> it's not a medical procedure, Susie. But I'm not having no more kids, that's for sure. But the fact is, it will impact your, your sperm production. But if you can slow down your aging, let's say you decide not to have kids after 45, and then you're just trying to age slower. But if you're 30, guys, you're 25, I don't think you have, there's any need for it whatsoever. Yeah. Sorry, that's another question that's jumped in my head when you said that there. People are terrified if I start taking TRT, everything shrinks. Because now I'm not producing it naturally myself. Well, that is true. So yeah. you, you do have testicular atrophy where your balls do shrink to a certain degree. Some people have that more than others. I don't go around test checking people's balls. That's not something that I do. But sometimes it's in people's heads that their balls are shrinking. Yeah. They're not necessarily. But this is the thing. If you are on super high levels, that happens much more. If you're on a therapeutic level, it won't have as big of an impact on your testicle size, um, but it will impact your sperm production because you're taking an outside amount of testosterone in where you're not producing it yourself. Would that shrinkage happen anyway if you had really bad lifestyle, weren't on TRT? Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, kind of a trade-off. This was, I think was meant to be a funny question, but I'm going to ask it because it's a good point to make around it. How to convince your doctor to hook you up with a little dose of TRT? But again, this comes back to people viewing it as the silver bullet. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, 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 what I'd say is if you, if you wanted to possibly skew the conversation in that direction, that Adam questionnaire that I listed down, oh, yeah. just have a look at that and that might give you some, you can reverse engineer some of the questions possibly. Um, but yeah. And another what I think is a funny question, but again, there's another good point to be made <laughs> behind it. If testosterone is natural and I take it, am I even more natural than before? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But again, it's this optimization thing. Yeah, you're trying to maintain those natural, there's, there's supernatural levels and there's natural but this, levels. But a plane isn't natural. A bridge isn't natural. Yeah. These are not, so there's, there's a lot of un, unnatural things going on. But if from a health point of view, if you're ticking all the boxes and you, you're seeing a physician and you're doing everything else right, taking a small amount of testosterone to optimize your own levels, to prevent aging, to have better joint health, focus, mental health, there is very little. And there, there is some contraindications and you have to check that out yourself. But there, there is a lot of positives. Yeah, yeah. I want to come back in next time. Big square yeah, jaw and boulder shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. What's, <laughs> what's beard, forehead, <laughs> yeah. hairy forehead. And all sorts. Uh, is there anything I've missed there that you think is important for this conversation around testosterone? No, the only thing I would say I, I would focus on, if guys are out there, please just get someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Find a doctor. Look up online. There's a lot of experts online in, in this field. But just... Please don't go buying something from, from 
the black market or get them from a gym and then like inject I see I hear people getting infections from injection sites and they're not trained. Just go and see a physician that's like-minded that can set you up. Um if you go if you continue with them, I think you should. But there is a lot of practices out there. Like I've got a, a friend of mine who goes to Mexico every year, goes with his doctor, gets a script for the whole year and comes back with his prescription for the whole year. No, no joke. He was a little Can you bring that stuff in through the airport? If you get a so what they do is for personal use. Yeah, so for personal use, but what they do is he Oh, I'm going to wrap him out now, but it's basically they, they prescribe much higher than he actually has. So they, I think he can take three months with you. Uh, but because they give him so high, it lasts him. 12 months. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely fantastic. As always, really, really appreciate your time there. Um, I think we've busted a few myths there. I think so the big one for me, just to reiterate, to put that all in a nice little wrap up, if you don't feel good, don't stop. So if, if you don't feel good and you've been told you're fine, just keep asking questions, keep yeah. moving forward because if you don't, that's the ultimate thing, isn't it? That's why we're doing this whole thing. You want to feel good, you want to live your life. Yeah, but this is the thing I think people pass the parcel to their health, to their doctor. No, no, your health is in your hands and you have to make better decisions. If your doctor isn't open minded, if he's not looking to support in every aspect of your life, go to see somebody else. Yeah. Go to see somebody else. Surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself with people that have your best interests at heart, whether that be from a nutrition, training, mindset, ice baths, saunas, whatever it may be. But there's a lot of information out there, guys. But just action it. Don't just talk about it. Just talk about business. No. The stuff that we can do right now, I can guarantee you now, there's people listening to this podcast now, if you drink more water, improve your sleep, improve your blood sugar levels, your testosterone won't go up 100%. Be consistent with that. Then you can look into other things down the line. Yeah, yeah. You have just uh, set us up for our next podcast because you said it three or four times here, blood sugar, insulin, all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. We're going to do another one, another one on that <laughs> right. if you don't mind. But, no uh, problem. Oh, it's always a treat. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the information. And uh, people want to reach out. Are you still seeing people? Or are you still busy now? You can't. I know. I still see people. I, the clinic is really only open Friday and Saturday. I see people Friday and Saturday in the clinic. Um, but yeah, always. And this is the thing, guys. If you do want to reach out and you have a question, by all means, just DM me. I'll send you on the physicians that I use, the people that I go to, uh, the people that I know that are experts in that field, for sure. And then there's another, like we haven't even talked about peptoids. That's a different story. I have actually, you have an expert coming over soon. Do, yeah, you do? Yeah, maybe yeah. he'll talk about that to you. Um, and can people... Get your courses and stuff on Own Ace Education. Yeah, Own Ace Education. The more for trainers than, than, than for normal jobs. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of trainers. So onlyaceeducation.com. Check it out. There's some courses there for group fitness, for well-being, for performance, for program design, a few nutrition courses there. And I will be hosting the end of uh, July. I'm doing an internship. So I had an internship last week. I haven't done them in a, in a number of years where I take a small group of people. They submit their, what they want to learn. And we spend three or four days, up to five days for some people, just going through exactly what they want, whether it be business, whether it be functional medicine, whether it be blood chemistry, whether it be training whether it be sports whether it be strength and conditioning whatever it is they submit their topic and then I build the course around what they want and then I bring people in that, that will see if they want to deal with athletes I'll, I'll bring an athlete in and go through a testing mechanism or if they want to learn about blood chemistry I'll get their blood done and we go through their blood chemistry so it's, it's interesting I, I stepped away from it for a long time all, all the, the, the madness in the last few years but I love it. I love it. Small group of people, really in-depth information. That way I can I can go off and whatever in-depth I want, where big courses you can't really. So yeah. I'm going to be one of, one of those at the end of July. So you'll see it on, on the Instagram. Brilliant, brilliant. Oh, thanks for your time. No problem at all, Dan. Really thanks appreciate it. it. Cheers. Folks, as always, it was quick, it was deep, it was to the point. Thank you, Owen Lacey, for that absolutely brilliant episode on testosterone. If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you want to know more, please feel free to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Primal Pro. Drop me a DM. I love hearing from people who are listening. And 
If you have been consuming this content and you'd like some way to say thank you or high fivers for the work we're doing, please don't be afraid to jump on whatever platform you're listening on and leave us a rating or review. It really helps push this podcast out there and empower more people with this fantastic information. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.